Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It is another episode of the Shoot Your Shot podcast uh, with your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. Him Over There, a.k.a. I'm tired, so I don't have any AKAs for you today. Um, and my co-host, Stephanie, AKA y'all niggas get on my nerves this week. Yikes! Already, <laughs> already. This is. Oh, we're ready. So, how was your weekend? My weekend was actually very fun. Okay. Jade and Alex and I went out this weekend, mm-hmm. which I haven't hung out with the two of them together. And it was just some good old grown-up fun. <laughs> so debauchery. Yeah, but oh, there were a lot of taken niggas that were out doing a lot of untaken nigga things. Listen, you don't necessarily know that they didn't have permission. Stay woke. That's okay. I know their girlfriends and wives. I'll ask them. Ooh. Mm, try again. Don't be messy. Don't be messy. Tell that to these niggas. I will, but I, we didn't. We not dropping names. I don't know who you talking about. I'm not dropping names. So, so saying, I gotta tell. So I have to tell you. I'm just saying there was a lot of taken niggas out doing a lot of untaken nigga things. What, what what exactly are untaken nigga things? I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't be asking girls for their numbers that you that your girlfriend wouldn't approve of because you guys are in a committed relationship. I'm just saying you shouldn't be asking people on dates. Shouldn't be asking people to sit on your face. You know, things of that nature. I mean, sometimes numbers are platonic. Truth is sometimes. Sometimes numbers are platonic, right? We just want some some networking shit, right? But I I don't think you can platonically sit on faces. I don't think that's a thing. I I don't think millennials have made that a thing yet. Hi, my name is Stephanie, and it's Fuck You Niggas This Week. Uh, except for my nigga, that's not my nigga, but we working on making him my nigga. Hey, boo. What does that even mean? He's not my nigga yet, but he, that's my nigga. <laughs> my brain tried to figure that out, and it almost shut down completely. <laughs> you know that makes like lack like negative sense. How does that not make sense? I'm claiming it. I'm putting it out in the universe. I'm making an affirmation of it. I'm telling everyone that that's mine. And if you don't see me, still know that that's mine. Just kidding. Just kidding. I just I like a guy. You know. Okay. okay that, those are those are better words. <laughs> then like he might he not my nigga, but he my nigga. Like and he and like like. like <laughs> There's a lot of possessiveness that I'm not that's unsure that okay. I'm that I'm that I'm worried about. But you know, I talked about him in therapy, so he must mean something. Too shy, too shy. Okay, so I'm tired because this I think this is a theme. Truth is, I'm tired. Tired, boss. Is this the name of the episode? Truth yeah. is, I'm tired. I'm tired, boss. All right. So I'm tired. Of flaky ass people. Story time. Story time. Story time. All right, boom. So check it. <laughs> um. So last weekend, not this weekend. So like two Saturdays ago, right? I'm over here. I, I acquire a young lady's number. Um. 
you know, on some just on some cool shit. Like, hey, like you know, you're a, you're a cool enough person, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, I don't. I think she told me, but I was like drunk. But then, like, I remember sober me remembers drunk me here, and like she's like divorced, right? Um, where'd you meet her? We met her. Uh, we were at Shooks. Um. Not this, not last Saturday. Oh my God! This was the girl I saw you outside talking to. Yes. Oh, okay. I'm I'm perched up. I'm listening. <laughs> so, so you didn't care before, but now you can. I mean, I was listening. I got all the details. <laughs> I heard you. Uh, I remember you said she was divorced last week on Sunday Fun Day. So we're just continuing. You're still talking to her. Story time. Ears perched. Story time. All right. So also, this young lady has a whole child, whole child, um, which is, you know, becoming more and more, not expected, but it's not one of those like, damn, you got a kid, because of the older you get, because, you know, people be fucking, um, and they be fucking with fuck items, so that happens, um, and the, just the frustration aspect of it comes, because, okay, so, four to five times in the, in the week, that was so like this last week we record on Tuesdays people so the last week um not just with her but with just friends in general or just people I have made plans to like hang out with these people you know lunch grab drinks whatever the case may be and each and every time these people have flaked on me or some shit has come up last minute or some type of thing where they can no longer do that. And, you know, the first time, you're like, first time it happens, like, okay, life happens. By the fifth time, you go, truth is I'm tired. My spirit was empty. And so with this young lady, she was two of these times, right? So the first time, let me let me go back. Let me scroll, you know, go through the iMessages real quick. Um, shout out to iMessage. We got a, you know, new iPhone coming. Oh God, did you see it? I had a two and a half hour meeting at work. Another reason I'm tired. Because, nigga, meetings drain me. Like, Just sitting around people that you wouldn't be talking to if you weren't at work in a closed space just sounds unpleasant. It is. It is. It is. Um. So. All right. So we link up, and then I, I kind of just, I kind of ask. I'm like, hey, you know. Like, hey, you want to get you want to get drinks, like mm-hmm. tomorrow? Cause I, I was like, hey, you want to get drinks tomorrow? Um, she was like, okay, cool, that's it, fine. I'll meet at seven, right? Cause I, she's like, I don't work tomorrow. I'm like, okay, bet. Then she texts me that next morning at like ten, like, good morning, can't do drinks tonight. My my son asked me to switch some days around, so I'm not free this evening. I'm like, I appreciate you letting me know. Right, no, no hard feelings, no, no, no hard feelings, because I'm like, again, life happens, right? So then, um, so then we go, so then a couple of days pass. I text her like, "How are you?" Whatever, and so then she's like, "I'm actually off today." So I'm like, "Okay, that's nice. What What are your plans for today?" Big bet. She's like, oh, well, so far I got my nail appointment. That's it, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you want to try this whole getting drinks thing again, right? 
you know, and then she goes, yes, let me make sure I have a sitter, and you know, I can't stay out too early, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, cool, just let me know. So this is at like 9.50 in the morning. At 3.30 in the afternoon, I text back like, hey, have you figured out anything? Just trying to get an update, because I, mentally, I need to plan my night. Yes, rightfully so. So then, um, she says, like, well, my sister hasn't answered me, so it might be a no-go. I'm sorry. I'm like, it's okay. Um, and so, and so eventually, so then, yesterday, so Monday, I hit her with, like, if I want to see you, understanding your busy schedule, how far out do we need to plan? She's like, well, a week, or, well, a week is good. And so my, so my point is, like, how many, because I'm usually, so my rule as far as, like, flaking is concerned is, like, look, if we make plans and you cancel them. You're not asking for advice right now, are you? No. no. Okay, good, because me and my therapist have had conversations about I find any reason to cancel a man, so. We're going to gonna talk about women like you. We're going to talk about it today because I got time. Beloved, I got time. So my rule when it comes to flaking is, look, if you cancel on me, right, and you don't, like, suggest a replacement time, it's a curve. Like, so if you say, like, hey, if I say, hey, let's get drinks at 7 tonight or 7 tomorrow, and then, or the day of or, like, the morning of, you cancel. Say, like, hey, I can't do this, whatever reasoning you give. And, but you don't come back with a, how about this? A how about this time? It's a curve. Am I wrong in thinking that, first and foremost? If they cancel you but don't hit you with a, I'm sorry I can't today, but how about when their schedule's free? Right. Am I wrong in thinking that's a curve? In your humble opinion. I'm trying to think about this one. Huh. inconclusive yeah because I know how I respond and for me like I have a tendency not because I don't know my schedule and usually I'm working off the my schedule is more flexible than those of who I'm dating but I usually say hey I can't tonight when's the next time you're available and I can make myself available but I do follow up yep so it's one of those things because like with you for example you know your your work schedule is flexible. It allows you kind of kind of be in in the office whenever you kind of want to, right. for lack of a better term. So, but so you don't necessarily know the next time you're free, but you also know that you ask like, "Hey, Plan A didn't work. When are you free so we can try Plan B?" Right. So you, you the olive branch extended. Always extend the olive branch. So my so again so so if she doesn't extend the olive branch. It's a curve. curve. I don't know. I wouldn't say it's necessarily a curve, but it's just like maybe she doesn't, she's lacking social skills. I ain't got time to deal with the ones who lack social skills at this point in my life. Then, okay, then take it as a curve and just move on. Right. So, so. I keep holding on. And so, and so the next, the next rule of like quote unquote flaking is. So if if you if we if we try two times and it don't work either of two times, there's usually not a third. It's two strikes on your own. Is is that unreasonable on my end? 
two strikes and out. As in, like, say, I, I say, hey, let's go get dinner or let's go get drinks. You say, sure, you cancel on me. We try it again, whether you, you may extend the olive branch or, you know, I may just be like, hey, what about this? We try again, you you cancel on me again. Ain't no more, ain't a, ain't a third time. Am I unreasonable in thinking of that? Mm-mm. Um, <gasps> there's a Crown Royal salted caramel. <laughs> Fuck it up. <laughs> We need a sponsorship. Oh my god! You know how good that's gonna be with some ginger beer. It's gonna Think be it sweet. through. It's gonna be sweet as fuck. Think it through. It's gonna be sweet as hell. And that's fine. Um. Oh my god! Oh my god! You put that with your apple cider, warmed up. It's a fall drink. <gasps> we need a Sunday fun day fall edition. Uh, we gotta get like all the like cozy foods, cozy food edition. Somebody makes a soup. It's cozy food edition. Okay. Okay. So let me back. throw that in the group chat. Back to what we were talking about. <laughs> so like, so that's generally my rule. I'm trying to make sure I'm not, cause cause you love to tell me when I'm being unreasonable about things. I do. I don't think you're being unreasonable in this situation. Okay. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call it a curve, but I can see why you would, and I wouldn't say you're wrong for calling it that. And I think the reason why I would is because, again, we talk about the society that we live in dictates that, like, I'm the tempo setter. Like, I'm, I, I'm, I have to, like, let, I have to, like, kind of get this ball rolling as far as anything, you know, in the dating role, dating world, right? Like, because of, because of the society that we live in. Like, you can be, you, as in most women, can be passive in, like, the initial parts of setting up a time to, like, link up with somebody for drinks or whatever, right? I think a lot of times when women do that, never, I can't speak for women, a lot of times when I do that, it's, it's my passive behavior is because I can't read how you feel about me. So in her situation, like, if her schedule, like, legit is busy, that's why I'm saying I wouldn't take it as a curve. But I would like to say she's not lying. But did she said just give her a week and she'll let you know? She So, so she was, I was like, so if you hit her up on Monday, Friday. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, um I have a cancellation window. Give me three hours so I can make other plans. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so hit hit up boyfriend number two or three or whatever. Um I hate you. Um but so yeah, that was one of those things. That's why I was like, that was kinda like the last ditch effort, because I'm like, look. I understand you're busy. Everybody busy. Niggas got jobs. Niggas got second jobs. Niggas got a lot of things to do. So I was like, look, what what do we need? What do we need to do as far as communication wise? So now there's a third and final setup for set for Friday. Problem is, Friday's also the start of my homecoming. But I'm able to work around that. But I but this is when the cancellation window comes into play. Because if, because <laughs> I'll be up north, I'll be like 45 minutes away from where we're, where we're supposed to link at because I'm off Friday, so I'm going to see my mom. It's our birthday this weekend. I ain't trying to drive and fight the traffic you just fought to get here for no reason. So we'll see. But she has, like, she does have, she has a kid. So how do you feel about dating people with kids? Um, Meh, indifferent. 
I do have a new rule because last year I dated this guy who had small children. They have to at least be in kindergarten. So like five, six. Five, six, because that changes the dynamic that you have with your with the mother of your children. You like that? You like you like that they older anyway. So I, so I see your point. Yeah. Because I'm thinking like at your age, kid who's like six. That's like <laughs> man, a kid like in college or right out of high school type shit. That's what I was like. But you kind of add some years to, to your expected dating range, so, I, so that makes sense. For me, well, one of my homies um, told me adamantly never to do it because he did it. He and it, he, went, he hit me with the... That's y'all niggas' issues. Y'all love listening to your friends. I'm, if mm. you going to let me finish, I'm about sick of your shit today. We'll get to why I feel this way because I'm, I'm voicing my opinions. <sighs> Oh, you not young Negroes. So he said, he he hit me with the cut like the hoe did that, so hopefully you wouldn't have to go through that. Because he um, dated a woman with a kid and, like, for an extended period of time. But is that not projection? It's, I think it, it, might, it might be projection or it might be he doesn't want to, he doesn't want me to go through the issues he went through. Who's to say you would have the same issues? So that would be projection. Yes, it's projection, but it's also uh, projection looking out tomato, tomato. No. Why not? Because X does not equal Y here. <laughs> Listen, I think it's one of those things where we can only speak on our personal experiences, yes or no? Yes. So, so he's speaking on his personal experience, but then telling you explicitly don't do it because of his personal experience. So the wrong, the wrong part to you here is... He's telling me explicitly not to do it instead of saying I wouldn't do it if I were you. I wouldn't suggest you do it. This is why. And then you can make your own decision from there. I just feel like he's like, this is fact and you shouldn't. As long as you can recognize this. I mean, I can recognize it. I'm not. Clearly, I haven't karate kicked shorty out of the picture just yet. I don't know. Her situation, I don't know. It sounds like a complicated order, but not in the sense that it would. Like, it sounds more complicated because she's getting a divorce. Not even because she has a kid. It's the divorce thing that's throwing me off. Like, are they divorced or she's getting it? They are. They are divorced. And how long have they been divorced? It hasn't been more than a year. I know. I think it's less than a year. And how old is the child? I want to say the child's seven. So the thing about, like, you know, people with children versus people who got divorced with children is that that child is going through a phase of my parents are not together and what the fuck is going on. So you're meeting a woman who is going to accommodate her child's feelings above all else because there's guilt in the situation of my marriage didn't work out. So be cognizant of that. More and of, then make your decision from there. Like, is that something I'm willing to? I'm leaning towards no. Okay. But I, I'll, it's one of the things that you never want to fully x out something until you like have more concrete evidence. Yeah. Like you, I can lean towards it. Nah, no, nah, I ain't gonna work out. Nah, nah. Um, especially, but it's more so. It's like I can't wait for one of these niggas to be like you stuff. I'm going to be with you. But you got to like that nigga back. Yeah, I like all the guys I'm entertaining right now. <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny to me, but that was. Um, but it's just, I think it was one of the, I think with, with any person, I think with 
kids, you ha- you have to be okay with not being the priority, because the kids are always gonna be the priority, right? Like, I mean, I was raised by a single mother, and like, so when a couple of times, but she like legitimately tried to date and like was in relationships, even when she didn't necessarily want to call it that, because you know, that's her. Like, niggas knew like it was a package deal. You know what I mean? Like. And it is. And so I think if you have to be okay with that, you have to be okay with A, it's a package deal, and B, that you're going to be at most number two. And if you're not okay with that, that's fine. But just recognize it and identify it. Now, the second question is, and this is kind of what I was talking about, like, I call it I call it dating while busy. And you're like, what the fuck is that? You're like, question mark? It's more so it's like, with with where we are in our careers and where and the people that we're interested in where they are in their careers like how do you how do you move through the dating society when the people with the people with the attributes and accolades that you're most likely to be attracted to are probably going to be the people who don't necessarily have the time who are you telling I stay dating somebody that's in STEM so I'm, I'm, I'm asking, like, how do you, how do you kind of move through that? How do you, how do you move combat the, through it? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Stay as busy as, as busy as them. But I don't know. I've run into the issue where these men who aren't busy tell me I'm too busy for them. But I think what they're what they're not really saying is you prioritize your social life before being around me. If you want my attention, please say you want it. You know what I'm saying? I th- with that, I think with just that in general, I think most men have to work on being vulnerable. We've had this back and forth multiple times, right? I think part of vulnerability is like legitimately saying to somebody, like, I want your attention. Like, I want, like, I want your interest. Instead of playing it cool, like, man, if it come, it come, you know, I ain't tripping. I got, you know, instead of being like, look, Steph or look whoever I want your interest I want your attention I want I want to like that type of thing but even saying that in this podcast is like a little awkward to me to kind of be like look shit that's awkward to me we in this together so you so you so like yes but at the same time don't victimize somebody because you feel like they don't know how to prioritize their time for you because then that's just like how would you prefer he said something? If he had the same sentiment, how would you prefer he said it? Tell, say the truth. Or just, matter of fact, skip all that. Just ask me to do something with you. Because if you're more consistent in making plans with me, you don't even have to say the roundabout of, oh, are you always always your friends? Because you stated, hey, I want to spend more time with you. So, so, so if I put up to, like, look, if I, because my, my strategy... My strategy is like I ask, I ask when you're free. Like, is that a, is that a bad strategy for someone who's typically busy? Because I need because I because instead of saying I want to do this, because a lot of times I try to get the time first and then I figure out what I we're actually going to do with it on the back end once I have a, once I have a time. So if I ask you when are you free, is that too passive? Damn, this nigga just asked me to come visit him at NYC. I'm just waiting for him to respond. He's buying the plane ticket, and I might just have to bust this move. 
when are you going to NYC? Apparently. He he said, beep. <laughs> wow. Mm, I'll think about it. He offered up half. That's... Fly me out or don't even ask. So half is nothing. Half is no good to you. Half is not. I'll bet. And I know you got it. Your rent costs $4,000 a month. I know you got it. If the rent costs $4,000, maybe you ain't got the extra money to spare on the, on the flight. Bet, please. You got it. Just saying. Me too. So answer answer my original question before we have, before I, we go into this tangent about the flyouts. Please answer my original question. Otherwise, I'm not. We're, we're going to go on this tangent, and then we're going to lose it. What was the question again? <laughs> I said, man, that low key just pissed me off. Nigga, that pissed me off. We'll talk about it after this. Okay. Okay. So, my strategy is to ask you when are you free to get the time first and then plan something once I know I have you. Have your time. Mm. Is that too? Is that, is that not good? I personally don't care for that, and that's usually why I cancel on a lot of guys because I feel like. You're waiting on my response. Like, just be like, dead ass. Just hit me up. Be like, hey, I thought it'd be cool if you and I went to Top Golf together. When are you free? Not like, hey, what up? Hi. So like, you free sometime soon? Yeah. What's up? Like, when do you need me? See, I don't know. I, I was thinking you, we could just like do something. I was like, you want, you want urgency. I like urgency, especially via text. Like, just get to your point. So, so in hey. Out. Are you are you free this week? Hey, are you free this week? I was thinking we could fill in the blank. Usually by adding what the plans that you have, that entices somebody to actually want to do it because it builds excitement around it, and then that makes me more like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm out of hand. But when you're like, are you free this week? That leaves space for you to say, like, anything. I'm saying like a lot today. I'm sorry. But that leaves space for you to say anything. And I'll just be like, hmm. And honestly, I'm tired of dinner dates, so. I've been tired of dinner dates. Who am I not? Can we talk about that? You know what, beloved? You got it. You got it today. All right. Thank you. I'm going to, first of all, let's talk about this whole flyout situation. Let's now, talk, granted, cause, cause, because cause I got some comments. This Continue. Person, all right. So. We all know me. I'm not one who's not familiar with a flyout. That that that's not foreign to a flyout. Better wording. I'm I'm familiar with these things. However, I feel like this guy. I know what your pockets are hitting for. So why would you even hit me up and be like, I'll go half on it? Cause half is better than none. You're asking me to interrupt my work schedule. You're not going to pay me for the days that I'm missing at work, so you can only pay for half of my ticket. Plus I'm, ass, plus, I'm assuming everything once you get there. Expectations and reality. Like, there is something about the flight. Hold on. So, because <laughs> now I, I had this discussion a couple times. Like, we talk about, like, the the cost of a flyout and, like, and whether people who fly somebody out expect. $200 day. You know, we're, chat. we're spinning the Twitter wheel today, boy. <laughs> um, but we talked about, like, people who fly somebody out and, like, basically expecting sex with the flyout. Or something, you know. Tread lightly. Tread lightly. Tread lightly. Okay. 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 But it's people, <laughs> there's expectations that come with the flyout, yes or no? 
there's only expectations because you have the conversations about set expectations. You don't have expectations for somebody's body just because you did a nice gesture. I owe you nothing, but nothing. Which is why he wants to go ahead. <laughs> you realize, like, this conversation you're having right now plays into rape culture? Nah. Yes. Nah. But here's okay. So here's I'm Come not on, think it all the way through. I'm not listen. I'm thinking all the way through, which is why I don't think this is rape culture because I never said he was entitled to anything. No one's entitled to shit. You're not entitled to the whole ticket. So I'm not, and that's why I can tell him no. No one's entitled to a damn thing. But we do. You do. We do reasonable, we do reasonable jumps well, in logic. I ain't never seen somebody's dashiki so crisped out in a day in my life. This nigga got cuffs in the shoulder. See, once you battle all the hoteps, you you meet the final boss hotep. <laughs> That's the super saiyan. The super saiyan hotep. That's what you mean. But back to back to this file shit real quick. Um, but like. No one's entitled to anything. Yeah. I don't, and so I'm not saying like if you go up there and like and you say no that he has all right to like do whatever the fuck he wants to you know. I know that's not what you're saying, but I need you to understand by even having this conversation with your friend where you're making it like, haha, this is a joke. Yeah, no, this was a, this was a, this was a, it was me and a woman. Like we were talking about this because like we were kind of discussing. Like I think I think a fly out turned bad on social media and it turned into a trending topic. It'd be so funny. You remember the the uh, the the bugs one, the the, the fruit flies, mm-hmm. or the one where the girl drove from Alaska Good to like Mississippi or some shit. Oh. <laughs> like baby. No, I've only had one guy where I've flown out to him, and it was for my birthday in 2015. We literally did nothing. Flyouts are expensive. I got a. Really I mean, I paid for my plane ticket, but he paid for everything while I was there. That's all that. That's. I feel like that's like a quote unquote even distribution. Like if I'm paying for your flight, paying for the hotel room, plus paying for all the entertainment water, I gotta really fuck with you. That's why I don't understand these things who offer to fly out people like it in within like five comments of a DMs. No. Like, that's like a minimum flyout is probably like a thousand dollars over the course of the three days, right? Like, am I, am I, is my math wrong? Like, you know, let's say, let's say the round trip would be like what three hundred. Depending on when you buy the ticket, depending you on the deal. You know, what I'm saying if if it's not Frontier or some shit like that, round trip probably be about three hundred. Hotel, because because you know you, I don't want you don't necessarily want people in the. It depends on the person. It depends on the person. If this is like someone, I've know. never flown out to somebody that I wasn't comfortable staying at their place though. I, I, ideally, but you know, or sometimes you could just want a hotel for romantic reasons, whatever. Yeah, because when my ex flew me out to Vegas for my birthday, we of course we stayed at a hotel, but that was a nice weekend. So let's say hotel, be what. I'm one fifty a night for three nights, right? Give give or take, depending on the night quality of the hotel, shit like that. That's on the cheap side, right? But that's like. I mean, I mean, I know. It depends on what city you're. It depends on it depends on the city, but we're doing easy math, right? So one fifty, one fifty to two hundred, one fifty to two hundred a night. Is that a group chat? Yes, it is. Because your phone is going off tonight. What's y'all over there talking about? 
I don't know. I ain't even checked the messages. Should I go see this guy or not? If if you have to ask, the answer's probably no. Perhaps not. Um. So two hundred a night for three nights for the hotel, three fifty for the flight for the for the flight. We at nine fifty and we haven't done shit yet. And so now I gotta feed and or entertain you for three days. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Or lunch and, you know. That shit's expensive. I don't really fuck with you for that. <laughs> or or we had, so it's just like, if you want to fly out, like, that nigga fuck with you. Or he really expects some shit. And the second one's real fucked up. But, like, look, the nigga dropping a, a band on you in a weekend, I feel like he fucks with you. Or he really isn't smitten with you. Or some type of shit. So... We we can we're not talking rape culture as far as expectations, but understand that nigga really fuck with you if you if you trying to drop a band, a band on you, in, in a three day weekend. Ooh. So, yeah. Any what else do you have to say about flyouts, Miss Stephanie? Um, um, I don't know. So I'm gonna go see this guy for my birthday in Orlando. But that's a different type of flower because I was just like, yo, I'm coming down there and I'm buying my own ticket. So I guess it just depends on the guy. Like this one, I've known him for a couple of years, the one in, in, that's asking me to come to New York. And I just feel like, you, I know your pocket, so why not just pay all of it? You know what I'm saying? Is that but, wrong? <laughs> yes, don't count. Don't ever count on one's pockets. I'm not counting your pockets, but... Okay. That was the wrong group chat. Yikes. Oops. Well, they always text at the same time. <laughs> Have on a baby. What was the other topic we were talking about? So flyouts and there was something we else. Was talking, I mean, we were talking about dating while busy. And kind dating of, while busy. Um... Just, uh, I'm tired today. You're tired, too. I'm yeah. so sorry. It's okay. No, no. Honestly, I just want to talk about this Kanika Jenkins case and and the response I've seen from men in the leading days since then, and how we need to be furthering the conversation about rape culture and how men benefit from it and how men are so choose your words because niggas is sensitive. Okay, let's talk about. Uh, let me. Let, let, I'll, I'll I'll start and then I'll offer the offer the offer the oop for you to finish. Right. Okay. Cool. All right. So by the time this comes out, I'm pretty sure everyone will already know about it. But for those who may live under a rock or you know aren't aren't hit, Kanika Jenkins is a 19 year old from suburb of Chicago. Right. Suburb of suburb of Chicago who was found dead as fuck in a freezer in the hotel room. Um. Again, uh, all things after this point are allegedly. Gotta say that because, again, niggas are sensitive. Um, allegedly, her friends or one of her friends set her up to be raped for the grand sum of $200. Um, there's a Facebook Live video circulating where people are saying that you can, you can, you can hear somebody say, help me. And then they turn the music up. It's a real sad situation. Um, and 
the whole shit's fucked up. <laughs> like, like if we're going, the whole shit's fucked up. Like, obviously, a n- niggas stop raping people. That's, I feel like that's lesson number one, right? Stop. That niggas should just stop raping. That's yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. There's two isolated situations that have really made me look at this situation and realize... Uh, yeah, we'll go with two isolated situations. That Three. Three. Because there's another Twitter thread that made me go, okay, somebody's finally getting it. But, um, so, yesterday I was on Twitter, and this the original tweet was something to the length of have conversations with the women in your life. They need to protect themselves. Niggas ain't shit, basically. This was from another man. So then a woman retweeted it and said, have conversations with the men in your life. Tell them not to to rape. Teach them that it's not okay to rape. Why can't both conversations happen? Right. In my mind, that's my, you know, both. Both. (laughs) (laughs) Both. Like, currently we reside in this society that is unsafe for women, so you do need to have precautions when you leave the house as as a means to, you know, keep yourself safe. At the same time, we need to be furthering conversations that men have with other men. This is why I'm always saying men need to start healing each other. You need to start building this in your communities with each other. Stop having the expectation that women are supposed to do for you. I don't. We'll, we'll get there. Let's just, let me scale back and let's scale get there. Scale back because I got comments. Scale back. I know you do. But all right. So this guy underneath it was like. <laughs> Basically, it was like, this world's fucked up, so you should have the expectation that your life is in danger and have precautions. <laughs> so, which I responded, because I respond to everything. JK, I don't respond to everything. But I should have pulled this up before I started talking. Um, so then he, he said... Oh, no, no. He said... That's not how the, the the world works. Assholes exist, exist, accept it as fact, and be vigilant with your well-being. I, I was trying to figure out where the word villager came from because I saw that. I saw that coming in, like, a couple other Twitter threads and shit. So I was like, where did that word come from? And I was like, you can't be serious. You don't fix a problem until you address the roots of the issue right now. Like, you and and niggas who think like you are the issue. And he said, well, explain it to me and blah, blah, blah. He said, what is a nigga like me? And I said, oh, okay. I said, "When when your automatic retort is to put the resolve of a perpetuated issue in the hands of the oppressed, you aren't solving anything. Is there is a heightened issue with assault against women? Yes. Do women need to be aware of their surroundings at all times? Yes. But is that where we stop addressing the issue? No. More dialect needs to be taken place as to why men, let's use this this situation as example, would have the mindset to go to a party and rape a girl then kill her. That's the issue. That's what needs to be addressed. Those are the conversations we need to be pushing. To which he responded very nicely. But, so then I responded, you know, everything he said actually made sense. What do you say? He said, he said, first I apologize if I come off as dismissive and thank you for your reply. As a father to a daughter myself, my heart aches for the parents of victims of sexual abuse. With the most recent instance, I hope the parents find solace. With that said, I agree with you 100%, but I can't be dismissive of a variable like human nature. Let me pause for a second and, and enter this question in people's mind. Why do we accept rape as something of human nature? Not for an answer, just for thought. Okay. 
I like to, well, you can answer it, but I'm going to finish. I like to assume that the people that commit these acts are fully aware that what they're doing is wrong. So until we get to the point, algorithmic detection and prevention, I will always proponent and practitioner for diligence. The ugliness of this world is nothing new, and it's not going anywhere anytime soon. And I say, I agree with you. I'm just hoping you are having both ends of the conversation, just like we both agreed. Both conversations should be happening. To which he responded. Hold on, because I actually have to find this. It's getting lost in here. forms and dialogues can only go so far. I wish I was wrong, but human history states otherwise. Gandhi committed acts as well. So basically he ended it with saying like, yeah, we can have these conversations, we can hold forums, but niggas gonna nig. Okay. So here's where I stand on that. can't fully eradicate the fucked up shit in the world, right? Ever. Um, these conversations can be had. These, we, you know, the homies can talk to them, the, whoever, his mentors can talk, people can talk to people. People can talk to people and tell them why the shit, that they shouldn't do the shit. And, but at the end of the day, that individual person makes that decision. Also, I think we all, as men or as people, we think that the people we consider our friends ain't going to do no fucked up shit like that because we feel like we hold ourselves in such a high regard that we feel like anyone we choose to be friends with wouldn't ever do that. Um... And so I think it's almost like a man, you know what I mean? It's like almost like a, uh, no, nah, ain't none of my, you know, ain't none of my people going to do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I hang out, I hang out with like it, solid people. Like put it like this. Any one of my friends, I, I consider friends, if they, can, if they came out and said like, oh, you fucking bitch. I got a rape charge. This iPhone X really is $900,000. Listen, niggas still gonna buy it, so I don't even care. I ain't gonna buy it, but niggas will. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Anybody who I consider my friend, I'll be utterly shocked and disappointed if they came out there. They're a whole ass rapist. Like, and especially with someone that you quote unquote either believe in or you've seen do good work, there's such a there's such a cognitive dissonance with that. It's hard to believe. Why do you think it took? It took more than one woman to come out for people to be like, nah, Bill Cosby's probably a rapist. Um, there's, a, there's a cognitive distance there. Um, so while we shouldn't be having both of these conversations, yes. Um, if people want to do fucked up shit, n- nothing in the world is going to stop them from want, from doing said fucked up shit. We could have a conversations, and we should have a conversations, and we should call out behaviors that perpetuate these fucked up ideologies. But at the end of the day, well, 
if they're if they want to do the fucked up shit, unless you physically prevent from from doing it, they're going to want to do it anyway. Someone just came across this. I think it's ways to decrease. There, I think there are ways to decrease. Dis- Words are hard. Try that again, Steph. I think there are ways to decrease violence towards women. I definitely remember as a kid how if a little boy liked a girl, he picked on her. And it's like, damn, if you've been conditioned to think abuse is a way of showing love as a kid, when does it end? And I think, like, that's it. You, We are taking epigenetics... And we're reworking the brain. And I think people are thinking if we, because how long it's going to take to to rid of this system, people have automatically written off of it can't be done. And that's, in there lies an issue. It's I don't want to compare, I don't want to compare struggles, so to speak. But we have that mental with a lot of shit. Racism, sexism. LGBTQ rights It's like Because of The length of time That it would take To To do To rewire The collective thought process We don't see Any reason to do it Because it's like It's not gonna happen With any of our lifetimes That's literally What's wrong with this world As a whole Like legit It's It boils down to Because I don't think It's gonna happen In my lifetime Why should I care because it's not going to happen in my lifetime, why should I put my attention on it? Because it's not going to happen in my lifetime, like, I'm just going to sit here and play victim to it. Or, you know, and so on and so forth. Like, we can't keep using that as the excuse. We can't keep saying, like, the, the, basically we make it okay. It's okay. Like, we make it okay when we're talking about racism and we see, you know, and black and white people make it okay when they see, you know, their counterparts within the race that do take out racist acts against people of color and minorities. And as men, we can't keep saying, like, when we see our homeboys doing wrong against women, like, I mean, like, that's his... We isolate all these situations, and at some point we can't keep isolating them. And understand that this is a collective. And you just say, like, we are a collective. We are a collective conscious. So if we keep thinking that we're just an isolated human being and we're not a collective conscious on a spiritual level, like, we're going to keep seeing the world be exactly how it is. And the one thing, I think, because I think even rape is more sensitive than than all the other ones. it's just it's just one of those things where it's like if it's fucked up that it happens um and you want to and you want to kind of see you wish you can like have a lie detector type test to see who has those tendencies but you don't like and and a rape isn't isn't all isn't just like a nigga coming out the bushes and grabbing you either it's friends coworkers boyfriends girlfriends you know people that are close um and secondly and this is a little thing it's just like both sides have such strong I mean not both sides as far as like rape is good rape is bad it's more so like I know for a fact I have at least two to three male friends who have been falsely accused of the shit and 
I, I'm confident in saying that every male that I know can speak to there's someone, if not themselves, or someone in their immediate friend group who's been falsely accused. Now, no one's saying that every every accusation is false. Clearly it's not. But I think there's a little more trepidation on the on the male side of things to to be as vigilant in protecting in protecting the woman or protecting the person who the victim in this case because the the, the side effects of I remember when my homie got falsely accused come into play. So there's that's the fact of it. But um in general it's just a it's a fucked up situation. Um I hope I hope I hope you know the people responsible allegedly get you know get, get justice served to them. Um yeah. Any other comments you want to have on that? On this conversation? Yeah. Um Ew, this is how I know they basic. Go, that's nice of him. He only, he only wants to pay half. Who's basic? The people in your chat? The people I'm asking for advice. Nigga, because... You're, you're asking me to interrupt my entire work week and schedule for three days of unpromised fun. And you only want to pay half? Who says that I got it in my bank account, first of all? Then say no. It's real simple. No, because that's a lie. I just feel like you should have... I got it, but I just feel like you should be putting up more than half. What if he don't got it? What You don't know. It, 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 listen, you, you, I know he, he paid $4,000 a month in rent. What, the, what, what you don't know that he got it right now to offer to you. I can see I can see if he said come like come see me and fly out and pay for your ticket. But he's like, I'll put in half. So you go into New York for fifty percent of the co- of flight cost plus probably paying for jack shit once you get there. I'm just saying, you acting like this nigga told you to come out on your own dime and find your own hotel and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, that's why that's what I'm saying. I'm like, look, this nigga, it, it'd be one thing if he said, come see me, and then didn't offer to pay for none of the shit and said, like, oh, for you, you know, I can help you find a hotel. It's a different thing. When he says, like, come see me, you have I got I got you on everything except half the flight. Just saying. Everything ain't all or nothing. <laughs> What's funny, beloved? Talking about racism. I don't know. Uh, but back to the conversation at hand. I just feel like these conversations need to be further than what they are. I don't know what it's going to take for people to... Because these conversations always get combative. They never, they're never productive. You know, and honestly, when you're talking uh, about rape... Let's, I'm going to be blamed with you. When you're talking about rape, and unless you are the victim, you need to listen, not, not trying to be heard point blank period until the victim can get their situation out until the impressed can get their conversation out and thoroughly get their thoughts across you shouldn't be in the place of trying to be heard you should be 
purely it's not in a place a, of being. It's not a conversation. I didn't say it's not going to be a conversation. I'm not going to say there's not going to be space for you to be heard at all. I'm saying until victims are being heard, then you shouldn't be in a place of trying to be heard. Until you're listening to victims, you shouldn't be in a place of trying to be heard. And that's what it really boils down to, because a lot of the retort that was being held on social media in the in the last couple of days and reading it is where men are trying to find holes in which they can make this at the fault of a woman. And it's like you, you you're not having a, a deeper thought process into the fact that by you responding this way, you are playing into rape culture by you like. It's something as simple as when men have sex with women, it's not with women. Oh, I stuck my dick in her. Oh, she let me fuck. Oh, she... And it's just like, you don't understand, like, you... Even in that simple statement, you're not realizing there's two human beings in the act of. It's, I got to do something to this person. And you don't understand how that simple statement plays on the ideology that women's sexual rights... Their, their human nature, their autonomy is not respected in the sense that a man, get, man gets that same respect. Until you can break down that simple thought and then apply it and then keep applying it, you're not understanding the nature of why this is such a systematic can, can, thing. Can women also perpetuate rape culture? Yeah. Okay. And I'm not saying women don't. Because because with while I agree that like certain shit is rape culture, I don't. Fi- I feel like, and I hate when like social media gets a hold of new words and then overuses them because it dilutes the impact of what it actually is. Like like triggered. Like triggered or like I hated when they found out what melanin was. I hated when all types like of woke. shit woke, all types of shit. And one of these things that I hate that certain Twitter feminists or Twitter is rape culture. Because I don't, I feel like if you call everything rape culture, you dilute what actually is. And so, for example, like, yes, certain shit is rape culture. Like, saying, like, you know, you know, one one of Kanye West's favorite verses for me kind of got ruined when I, when I figured out kind of what rape culture is and all that. Like, where he's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's some niggas that still owe me checks, there's some bitches who still owe me sex. That's rape culture, right? That's rape culture. So, but but saying uh, that you certain certain shit, I feel like, like, she let me, she let me fuck. That's not, I don't conceive that as rape culture. Am I, because, like, Valette is the autonomy bit, right? Like, she allowed me to do something. That's autonomy, right? Versus like, oh yeah, I took that. Like if you say I took, that's different than she let. I think, and I think because of that, because sometimes people overuse the word, it it, it then dilutes some meaning from when you, what you're actually trying to push. Because now niggas hear certain buzzwords and just dismiss the shit because of book because of the times that it was used inappropriately. That's just my, you know, comments on that. You're on that last comment, but more of the story. What happened to Kanika is, is a tragedy. You know, I think I think everyone should be able to agree on that. Um, like people should stop raping, obviously, and even though it's not the main culprit, her friends are fucked up. 
Like, I feel like her friends are yeah, fucking her trash. Friends are fucked up. But <clears throat> talking on, on the actual situation, um, did you see that the explanational video the girl did? It was like about 40 minutes long. She went on her own Facebook Live, and it was just a girl who was like, I've, I've witnessed all the videos, all the status, and everything, and she kind of just broke it down. Hers made the most sense, where I don't think the girls who were in the hotel room, like the Irene chick isn't one of her friends. It was there. What brought all those people together was one common girl, and that was Monifa. So, is, that the, is, that the, is that the bitch on the IG Live with the glasses and the red hair? No, that's Irene. Okay. Monifa was the friend who was like, has anybody seen Kanika? I can't find her. She was the one who drug her into the hallway when she was drunk. The She's girls, the one that the, that's the employee, right? Right, and also the employee of the hotel room. Yeah, she a- knows something. I in the heart of hearts after like looking at what I saw I don't think the girls in the hotel room necessarily knew what was going on because when the commonality in their all stories is like we laid her out in the bed Monifa came and took her and the next thing we know she's coming back saying she's gone help me find my friend It's just fucked up. <laughs> like, I, I, like, there's no reason that little girl should have went to that hotel and did not go home that night. Nah. And I think the response of, of CPD, which is a whole other story, is, like, they don't fucking care. They don't fucking care. They could care less if this story doesn't get solved, if this crime doesn't get solved. They were about to dismiss it as, like, Shorty got drunk she, and, and walked into, in there, the, and walked into and a free And the only friend. reason they're still investigating yeah, is because it went, viral. it went viral. And in these situations, like, you have to be thankful for, for social media because it requires police officers to do their fucking job. Did you know that the percentage rate for, for murder cases being solved in, in Chicago is 25%? I'm surprised it's that high. I, and honestly, I am surprised it's that high. And I was, you know, reading up on things there. Like, a lot of times, like, people who live there were like, a lot of times cases get solved because niggas in the hood took care of it. And it's like, well, what the fuck do we, our tax dollars go towards playing cop, paying cops to be cops if they don't even want to do their fucking job? The only thing you want to do is bust down on some drug addict, some, some drug whatever, and call it a day and arrest black men. Sprinkle a little crack on Brother Dave Chappelle. Uh, it's like, I mean, I don't trust the police. Like, I get nervous as fuck anytime I see a police officer. Same. <laughs> like, and they don't value black and brown people unless you get to a certain level of status, and they only value you as long as you've kept that status. Like, think about. I'm not black, I'm OJ. Like, OJ had transcended race till he was a criminal, and that nigga was black. There's no such thing as transcending race. I'm using quotation marks here. Okay. OJ had transcended race until he was a criminal, and then that nigga was black. Tiger Woods didn't even want to claim his black side when he was a top golfer in the world, but as soon as everything came crashing down, that nigga was black. Like, his DUI, the race says black. Not blazing, not whatever the hell, black. So understand that, like, they don't, you gotta be vigilant about understanding that most time the people who are sworn to protect you don't give a fuck about you if you look, if you don't look a certain way. White, if you don't look white. 
But we are running out of time. So I think it's, I think it's time to hit the overtime segment um, on something a little a little more lighthearted than this conversation. If if you don't mind. Yeah, let's do it. Um. So insecure season finale. I, I, let's do a season recap. Didn't I tell you I won't talk about the dumbass season finale? That whole shit was stupid. Oh, that's why it's a, it's a season recap, not the finale recap. Okay. So let's break it down. And this is pure, this is pure crude analysis. For the main characters, Issa is basically homeless, sleeping on the couch of her ex side nigga, who a week ago came in her eye. And she might be getting fired from her job. That's Issa. Molly. Still fucking a nigga who looks like one of the monsters off Space Jam. <laughs> um, still ain't getting her her rifle pay. And spent a hundred and fifty dollar spent a fifty dollar fifty minute therapy session, probably a hundred and fifty dollars for all of her therapy to get ruined by I miss you text. Can't relate. My therapy sessions don't cost that much. She in she in LA. Everything costs more. Um, <laughs> no, if you got a copay, there's no reason she should be paying 150 out of pocket for them therapy sessions. Listen, I just know her 50 minutes of therapy got room before I miss you text. After she done, I thought she was getting ready to get my homie Lil Rail, the pastor body, lawyer, some love. Just went back to the Blue Mile Star. And Lawrence got a new house. Got a new apartment. Got, got a and got some. Got a new couch. Got some speakers and a TV. So Lawrence wins. <laughs> Lawrence wins season two. He wins like fuck. Even though he was looking like Carl Thomas, emotional in the tournament, <laughs> he, he still wins. Bob. He wins because he lost the less. He lost the least. He wins. But we can agree they all look like shit by the end of the episode, except for Tiffany and her husband, Chad. No, Chad's not her husband. What's her husband's Derek. name? Derek. Derek. I think, no, I think low-key. There's something going on there, too. Uh, Easter egg confirmed on Facebook Live that, that she's not cheating on him, and she's not writing that into the story because she feels like there needs to be one stable couple on this TV show. But you got to admit, before that, it was like, oh... Issa, um, it was like Derek was over at Lawrence's new sparkling brand new spot. Um, with lawn chairs. Sparkling with a new TV. With lawn chairs. With a new TV, you know, 4K Because though. a man would prioritize a TV with speakers over getting furniture. Duh. <laughs> Nigga, I need to be entertained. Nigga, niggas will live in a cardboard box. <laughs> I don't watch TV, so I can't relate. Niggas will live in a cardboard box so they can get pussy in it. Um, but... So, but she was like, oh, you know, Tiffany's watching it over Issa's. And then they got the message that say she couldn't make it. So it's reasonable for me to ask, where the fuck was Tiffany? And the shout out to, no, actually Kelly. I think Kelly's one season two. She lost all that weight, got her a man, got, you know, you know, was training for a marathon. We're training for a marathon. She got nine miles in. Got nine miles before the red wedding came. Okay. Um, So I think Kelly won season two if we're going off all the characters. Chad is a close second because I'm still Chad Hive. But if we're going off the, the three main characters, Lawrence won season two. Flat the fuck out. Any any other comments do you have, um, beloved? 
Um, fuck Molly, fuck Issa, and fuck Lawrence. And fuck Dro. Because that nigga lying like shit. And that's it, that's and all. And I'm going to still watch. And, and niggas gonna still watch because we supporting we supporting black creatives. I hate to say that if they all live normal life, so I'd probably stop watching. There'd be no drama. There wouldn't, but I want I want there to not be, and that's what has me so obsessed with this show because I want there to not be drama. But I you want know these it's never people to just get their life together. But they so all need therapy. Bad. They all need therapy. And I'm low-key salty that Lawrence ruined ruined a uh, little little work bay, like with his with the insecurities. Cause Can I, I fucks with her heavy. We heard this on Sunday from me. I fucks with her because the way that she responded to him being an insecure little use your words wisely thing, I fucks with her heavy. And Issa was ruined ruined the moment. She wasn't even there. Like, why Issa calling? But you saw why she called to give him a couch. But like, I, she wasn't even. She even said, "I won't even be here, bruh. Just come pick it up and go about your life." And also, like, it was very fuckboy of Lawrence to be like, "How dare you laugh at his jokes when y'all fucked?" And it's just like, why do men automatically associate fucking with me having an emotional connection with you? Because no, we gotta understand something with Lawrence here. And he needs to go to therapy. But I already said that. And stop projecting. I already said that. That's really all we need to know about Lawrence. But hurt people, hurt people. And so... So then stop and, and stop feeling hurt your damn self before you go putting people in your situation. But you know who's you know, all... Some of us are smart this? enough to realize this, and we do that. But it's still all Issa's fault. Issa lost... Issa, Issa, Issa got blown out at the Cleveland Browns this season. All the L's. All VLs. Did you just put Lawrence's hurt all on Issa? I put the the main action was caused by Issa. Yes or no? Issa cheated. Isolated incident. When do you decide, like, that happened? Let me pause life for a second, figure out how I feel, and then continue. He tried to figure out anything that happens after that. No, no, by getting new pussy, that does not solve anything. And you literally went from, like, literally went from being in your relationship to sleeping on your nigga's floor on a blow-up mattress while fucking somebody else. Like, at no so, point did you stop and be like, damn, let me think about so what you happened want me, So you want me to be emotional and not celibate? No, fuck that. Actually, yes, I want more people to do that. No. I want more because people. Because that's, oh, that's only going to exasperate me being in my feelings. Oh, my God. From a lack of sex. Yes, yes. No, that's a terrible existence. Oh, my God, I'm done with you. You're done? Okay. Sounds like time for us to wrap it up anyway. So, live and direct. Live and direct. Shit Shut Podcast. See Diddy, the host, aka Kyrie Kirving, aka um, Chad Hive, aka um, Commissioner Diddy, um, and my co host, Stephanie, aka fuckyouniggas.com, <laughs> aka fly me out and pay for all of it, bae. Um, we are signing off and good night. Leaving niggas puzzled, do the right thing and they bugging out. No, the street don't stop enough. Tell them niggas stop the bunch of rolling punch and if you ever see your tits off, better know we chopping onions. But fit and yellow bricks, we rarely stop for munchkin. That's why I do not fuck with customs. I'm unaccustomed to these costumes. Know that if you cross the free, it just might cost you. I'm not a doctor. What Kevin Costner?